Welcome to Explore the Word Podcast. So glad you could be with us today. And this coming Monday, we are going to set aside time to have Thanksgiving. Uh, the turkeys are probably getting purchased today or as we speak. And uh, most years, our families come from afar. I know this year will be different, but I trust you'll be thankful for all the Lord has done in your life. I'm thankful for my family Church, family, friends, freedom, food, fellowship, they're all starts with F. But anyway, the list goes on and on. And I'm so thankful for what we have, even in different times. Uh, gratitude is what always spoils life when it's left out. A thankful spirit enables one to praise God even when circumstances are difficult. A famous Scottish preacher of yesteryear always began his church service with prayers of thanksgiving and thank grateful one cold miserable morning his people wondered what he would say as he started the service and he said uh, we in his prayer we thank thee low lord that it's not always like this <laughs> and that's so true there's times that we're thankful we don't have to go through this all the time in the book of habakkuk uh, it, it's written with a backdrop of apostasy, judgment, and really harsh you know, situation in life. It was written during the time when Jehoiakim, the king of Judah, was leading the people back into the arms of idolatry, up, away from the true Lord and Jehovah. And as a result, God prepared a judgment. If you get a chance to read Habakkuk, the first few verses or chapters, there's three altogether, you'll see that uh, God is using a heathen nation, Babylon, to punish his people. And Habakkuk is having trouble understanding that. He didn't, why would God use them to, to punish his people? As he ends his book in chapter 3, verses 17 to 19, though, Habakkuk goes from questioning to a song of thanksgiving for the God who never changes. And Habakkuk had reasons to fret, but he chose reasons to be thankful. And key words that you could say in these verses are although and yet. Habakkuk is saying, I sure don't understand all that's happening, but I'm going to thank God anyhow. So I'm going to read for you Habakkuk chapter 3 verse 17. Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vines, the labor of the olive shall fail, and the field shall yield no meat, the flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord, and I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord is my strength, and he will make my feet like hind's feet, and he will make me to walk upon my high places." This is Habakkuk writing, finishing off. He thanks God that his sovereignty never changes. Circumstances change in our life, and do we not know it this year? We have all experienced that harsh truth that circumstances change. But Jesus never does. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's in found Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. Egypt, seven years of plenty, then seven years of famine was the same. Jesus, Jehovah didn't change. God was still on the throne. When Job was going through huge trials, God was the same. During the Great Depression, during the 
Spanish flu, God was still the same. Uh, Today we hear talk of hard times for businesses, people losing jobs, folks are struggling with, you know, this separation from loved ones and uh, just the need to be with people and we can't be. I may not be able to rejoice in the situation or circumstance I find myself in, but I can always rejoice that my God is still God. Habakkuk is, is painting a bleak portrait of the future. Those verses I just read, I mean, there was, it's, it's not super encouraging. Verse 17, uh, it, it's, it's discouraging. Neither blossom, no meat, no herd in the stalls. But he looks to God, who's always the same. The word Lord means Jehovah, which means self-existent, eternal, changeless, changeless covenant-keeping God, the I Am. The Lord is the one we can depend on in desperate times. We can trust him when things are going sideways and upside down all at the same time. Hey, maybe your child is not doing so well. Uh, maybe there's trouble for you at work or maybe there's something uh on the go uh wrong with your spouse but you can still trust god we can believe during unbelievable times that we can lean on him you probably have heard that uh commercial like a good neighbor state farm is there it's a great little model they did a great job with that with God, we don't need to wait for the insurance agent to show up. We have access to the sovereign universe all the time. Let us be honest, believer. We definitely do not know what he's doing all the time, right? We, we don't know. We, we, we're a little confused by what's being said or what has occurred. But we can trust him. Genesis 18.25 That be far from thee to do after this manner, to slay the righteous with the wicked, and the righteous should be as the wicked. That be far from thee shall not the judge of all the earth do right. And he does do right. Absolutely does right. So thank him for he's in charge, he's sovereign. Thank God for his salvation. It never ceases. Verse 18 of Habakkuk 3 says, Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Things might get bad in this life, but no matter how bad it gets, it can never and will never take your salvation, my salvation away. Thankfully, salvation does not depend on things going well. Salvation does not rest in your emotion, does not rest on good times. Salvation rests solely on the grace and power of God, and that's almighty. There's nothing greater. The word salvation applies to more than just the soul. The word also means deliverance and rescue. That should remind all of us as believers that this world is not our home. He's coming to rescue and deliver us one day from this sin-cursed earth to spend eternity with him. Things might get bad here, but let's just keep in mind, keep the perspective. This world is, we're just we're pilgrims. We're just going through this world. And we're looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. We're looking to him. According to Revelation 21 and 22, we are heading to a much better land. Praise the, praise the Lord that you know what we have here is good too. Like We live in a great country, considered one of the best places to live in the world. 
But the reality of it, they're still the best yet to come. I have a place reserved in heaven for eternity because I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. You know, no matter how bad the situations get here on earth, it'll never take away my salvation. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. God's children are saved to the uttermost. That is as saved as you can get. You may lose everything here in this world. I know people who've lost much. But they can never lose their salvation. God is in control. God's salvation never ceases. That is something we should be thankful for. And we thank God too that his strength never collapses and never fails. The Lord is the Lord God is my strength and he will make my feet like hinds feet. He will make my me to walk upon my, my high places. That's verse 19 of Habakkuk 3. The word strength means uh, me actually means means things and resources our strength is weak it's small our true strength does not lie within this temple this body my muscles the lord is our strength the lord is my light and my salvation whom shall i fear the lord is the strength of my life of whom shall i be afraid that's psalm 27 verse 1 when we are unable to stand he can enable us to stand when we can't go another step, he's there helping us to take the next step. Sometimes he carries us. When we're in that deep valley of sorrow or trial, he's there. And he's leading us forward. The hinds feet here speak of grace and agility and swiftness. High places speak of mountaintops where the deer is free from the dangers found below. Habakkuk is telling us that God enables him to rise above his circumstances and problems, and God gives him the strength to stand, uh, even during the battle, and that he has peace, he has a preciousness that only God can give. Uh, he, God gives us peace in the midst of trouble. The trouble doesn't go away, but he gives us the peace to face it. That's what he did for Job. And he said unto me, my grace, uh, sorry, this is Paul now. He said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. That's what he can do for all his children. God enables his children to stand when their own strength is depleted. Therefore, we can thank God. We can thank God. In his trials, Habakkuk learned valuable lessons. That we all can learn. We need to learn the lesson that, you know, from the youngest to the oldest, that God is in control and God has a plan, and we need to thank Him for what He has done and what He will do. The Lord is my strength and song. He has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will prepare Him a habitation, my Father's God, and I will exalt Him. Exodus chapter 15, verse 2. Now, we can get pretty down, depressed, even disillusioned with what we see around us. We, we often see hypocrisy. We see lies. Uh, we see corruption. And that's discouraging. There's no doubt about it. But we can give thanks today. God is greater. He's in control. 
He cares about each and every one of us. And we can be enabled by him. And we need to give him the glory that he so deserves. I really hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving with whoever you can get together with. I hope the turkey tastes fantastic. And I want to tell you that I'm thankful for you. So many of you have uh, contacted, reached out to me, and told me how much you've enjoyed the podcast. That's a real encouragement to me, and I appreciate that. And thank you for taking the time to do that. I hope you have a great time on Thanksgiving, a great weekend. And during the weekend, don't forget, keep exploring the Word and looking to Jesus. Take care.